20 years ago when they started doing label surgeries, they would see this and they would tighten it up because it was not attached, but it was supposed to be not attached in a picture. So, but on the rehab side, um, the throwing program, the return to throwing is the hardest part of that uh, because of the tensile strengths that you have to uh, be uh, aware of especially after a surgery. So you don't want it like Tommy John surgery is probably the, you know, the most known and, and talked about. Uh, if you move, if you start throwing too hard, you put more stress in that ligament while it's still healing. It takes a whole year to heal basically and, and remodel. So if you go out there and just start throwing really hard and uh, at the beginning, he'll have a setback or end up having a second Tommy John, which we see, we're seeing more frequently. Hmm. Uh, Steve Paulette, let's play the soundbite number two of Phil Necro literally describing how he uses his thumb, his ring finger to cradle the the widest portion of the baseball, uses his pinky little finger to kind of cradle the undersurface of the ball, but literally sticks his fingernails into the baseball. I want I want to ask you about this, Stan. Let's play number two. So, how do you throw the knuckleball? I know that ball right there. I'll take this thumb and this finger here and wrap the ball, balance around the ball as much as I can in here. It's, it's not one's up here or down there. It pretty much balance across. I'll take this finger and just kind of, wherever it feels good laying it there, I'll lay it there. I'll take these two fingers, drop them over the ball, and bring these two fingers back as far as I can and dig the fingernails into the ball. We talk, Stan, a lot about the kinetic chain you know, people with a bad elbow, we need to look at their shoulder in terms of a baseball mechanics. How about looking at their fingernails as the kinetic mm -hmm. chain of it leaving? Talk to us about how shoulder injuries relate to the elbow, elbow injuries relate to the shoulder, and how the fingernail, believe it or not, is part of this kinetic chain. Well, um, uh, the, the whole idea of this is to, to the kinetic chain really starts at your foot, hit, uh, pressing down on the ground. The ground pushes back up you and sends a, um, energy, kinetic energy, up through your legs and your, your pelvis into your shoulder blade, into your shoulder, into your elbow, and then the, the forces go on the ball. Obviously, more forces on the ball, more, more velocity. So the shoulder and elbow are, are related. Now, shoulder injuries... Um, uh, are more common than elbow injuries in, in professional baseball, um, but uh, the, the Tommy John surgery gets a lot of lot of uh, 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 talk about what they're doing. It, one of the things that we saw as we started to look at Tommy John surgeries 30 years ago is that uh, we were starting to see more of them and little decrease in the number of shoulder injuries in professional baseball. And uh, we did a study one time that looked, looked at uh, going all the way back to 1998. And about in 2006, well, at the beginning, shoulder injuries were the highest and, and uh, elbows were about a third of them. As it went up, the elbows went up, but the shoulders went down. And we, we attribute that to change of forces coming onto the elbow. And Frank Job, uh, who obviously is the the legend of, uh, of doctors in baseball, he really established early in the 2000s a, a rotator cuff program, a strengthening rotator cuff program that wasn't there before. And we theorized that because so many baseball players were working on their shoulder and their rotator cuff, that that, that kinetic energy was able to be transmitted cleanly through the shoulder, but then the elbow 
uh, took more force and therefore the ligaments went on. There's one thing you can't do with an ulnar flare ligament. You can't strengthen it. You can't, you can strengthen some of the muscles around it, but you can't strengthen the ligament. And I think when you start talking about guys who were throwing 100 miles an hour, they, they exceed the physiological limits of that ligament, and there's no way to get it stronger. So, um, you know, uh, we say from a physics standpoint, you know, every throw is a potential tear of the ulnar ligament. And, and that kinetic chain has a lot to do with it, but mechanics do too. If your mechanics is off, let's say, to, due to fatigue, so you're getting tired in the game, but you still want to throw 98 miles an hour, you start using different muscles in different ways. Your, your mechanics drop down, and that actually increases the stress on the ligament and on the shoulder. We're talking to the great Stan Conti, the most knowledgeable person I know about mechanics in the baseball pitcher. I had Rick Barry, the Hall of Fame basketball player, on this show mm -hmm. uh, a few years back, and it was uh, really interesting to talk to him about the frustration he had watching Shaquille O'Neal try to shoot free throws, how bad he was at it. And he would beg and plead, I can guarantee if he shot free throws the way I do underhand, he would be better than 50% for sure. And you'd hear Shaq say, there's no way I'm being caught dead doing that because it looks like a granny type of free throw. The appearance of it, even though his numbers would have gone up, all of us in the in the stands at the Staples Center screaming, bend your knees, Shaq. I mean, it was like ridiculous, but he was not going to do it. And many of the poor free throw shooters in the NBA, none of them are going to adopt it, even though it's better. Can you explain, is it for that reason that when Phil Necro is passed, and may he rest in peace, we're not seeing other pitchers adopt this for longevity and all the beautiful reasons you've outlined. What is it that makes a professional baseball player reluctant to throw the knuckleball? Well, I think part of it is it's a really difficult pitch to throw. And uh, when you, when you uh, talk to these knuckleball guys, there's not very many mentors out there to teach them how to do that. Um, and so what happens on a knuckleball is you really don't want any spin on that. Uh, and when they talk about putting their fingernails into the ball, that's part of it. But what they don't do is ever push off the laces because that will cause the, the uh, uh, ball to spin, and then it won't have the same aerodynamics uh, that it has when it's hardly spinning at all. You know, in baseball, the big thing right now is spin rates. Spin rates uh, are how many times the ball uh completes a circle from the time it uh, gets to, to the time it gets to the plate. And those are typically 2,600 revolutions per minute. The knuckleball is 100 okay, instead of 2,600. So that I think the, the big reason that people don't go to the knuckleball 